Here's what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but at least they're honest. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Here's the thing. Some people who are spokespeople for the media or the government, it seems like they're reserving their boats for the lake of fire. Ouch. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I know the secret handshake. Yeah, that's right. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Wow, there goes about 10 of them. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, how do you handle family divisions when you're a Christian and somebody else in your family is not? Talk about a can of worms and time to go fishing. Here's the bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Okay, so that's an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. If you've got a praise report, something is going on in your life, and you know the Lord is working on you, and you know that he's working these great things in your life, and you have faith for it, and you just want to share that with others, this is a great time to do it. If you've got something going on in your life, and you are clueless as to what to do about it or how to handle it, and you really need wisdom or more people to be praying for you, this is an excellent opportunity for you as well. And all in between those two, all you got to do is reach out to us. You call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, possible the world could shake possible because you will be talking to dynamite d talking to dynamite d that's like sending your kids to camp for the summer see ya If you're a parent, you're going, oh, yes, that is great. That must be the best thing ever right there. Here is also the bottom line. You can text us live during the show. Yeah, we're live and it's during the show. Uh, 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also send us an email, David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. Not anti disestablishmentarianism, which I couldn't spell if you gave me a spell check, uh, but David at he must increase.org. Plus, we're going to send you up to the website as we always do. On the website, for those that don't know, I've made some improvements on the site. So if you have the opportunity, you want to share a praise report or a prayer request. 
through the site. You can do that a little easier. Plus, I also added a little search engine to the site to make it a little easier. So that's kind of cool. And then the big thing, and I'm not going to hesitate to tell you, big thing is that we need money. M-O-N-E-Y, do your best. Don't be guilted. But if the Lord puts it on your heart, participate. You can give through the site, or there's also information on the site to give. Just do your best. Check out hemustincrease.org. I would say a spaceship that just went into warp. <laughs> you just look at me. A what? An old one. An old one. Like, oh, that's old. Okay, all right. Uh, a couple of things to catch you up on, then we'll open up with some prayer. Um, I have mentioned this before. I will mention it again. So I'm in this personal situation where I'm trying to figure out, okay, what do I do? What does the Lord want me to do? We have the show. We love the show. We love the people of the show. We love the people and supporting of the show. Uh, but we're about uh, a little bit shy. and I'm, I get weary in asking people to give. It just gets old. And so the bottom line is I'm going to have to probably either pick up some part-time work or do something else along with the show that will help us uh, generate some personal income for Noel and I. So just pray for me. Okay, that's what I need. It's not complex. It's like, whoa, Lord, lead, lead him, guide him, and direct him in that. That's uh, what we pray. Plus, I also want you guys praying for the audience as often as you can. It's just important to understand that no matter what you're doing, if you're listening right now, God has brought you to this place. It's really funny because people will talk about the story about the Good Samaritan, and people don't recognize that in the Good Samaritan story, what happened was that God brought the Samaritan into that guy's universe, and that guy into the Samaritan's universe will be the radio, God has brought all of us together in our universes, and so we should be praying for one another. It's just part of the process, and I'm going to pray something really different, so just hang in there, and I know you guys should have a lot of confidence as we are all brothers and sisters in the Lord, and we follow Psalm 119, verse 63, I'm a companion to all them that fear you, and uh, we will pray now, just put your faith with mine, let's see where we go with this, let's pray. Father, we come before you right now, and as always, we thank you and we praise you, because you are phenomenal. There's not enough praise in our lungs that could really speak to your worthiness. Can't be done. And your kindness, it exceeds our existence. And right now, Lord, there's some people in our audience who are in despair. They are up against it. They are at their wit's end. They are so frustrated, they're not sure what to do. And we lift those people up to you, Lord, and we ask you to be the God of hope against this spirit of despair. Be a comforter to them. Let them know there is a hope and a future in you. Let them stand in that faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so uh, rocking and rolling there, so stay on board with that. Uh, I'll tell you a couple other things we can be praying about, and uh, boy, we try to stay straight in the word on this show as best we can, and we're going to do that. I'm going to say something in about three minutes or two minutes, and people are going to go up, and you know they're just going to start throwing things at the radio, or if in their car, they're going to try and pull the radio out of the car, which is not a good idea while you're driving. You can do that while it's you know parked, but don't do that while you're driving. Here's the text we're in. There's only three more times here in 1 John. Then we're going to either 1 Timothy, 2 Corinthians, or Galatians. So you better be... Praying, because I don't know which one to do. <laughs> you guys better figure it out. Uh, anyway, here we go. Here's the uh, text, First John chapter 5. We're at verse 11, and this is the critical 
uh, point that I think we're in right now. It says this, uh, and this is that testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. Whoa-oh. All right, first of all, here it is. For this is that testimony. What's that testimony that God has given that if you don't believe it, He calls you? you're calling him a liar, and he calls you a liar? So where, what is this that gets you in trouble right here? Here's that testimony that we're talking about, that God has given us eternal life. Everybody that doesn't believe in eternal life is deceived. I didn't say eternal life good. I just said eternal life. Okay? It is not you are a television, they plug you in for 90 years, they unplug you, you are done. That is wrong. Okay? This is wrong, 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 wrong. When people die, they will still face God, whether they're in denial or not. And the testimony that God has given is that he has offered us eternal life, and the scripture says that this life is in his son. And we should, without any reservation, without being ashamed, without pulling back at all, go, look, life Eternal life, good eternal life, is in Jesus Christ, period. How deep does this go? Oh, this will just blow everybody out. Verse 12, whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. How about this statement? You're not going to like it, but it doesn't matter. Jesus is pro-life. If you are not pro-life, you're not connected to Jesus, Sorry. And you're thinking, well, how could you say that? Well, what? What? This is how you make a statement like that. Ready? He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. Therefore, Jesus is life. It's like, how could you not consider him to be pro-life? I'm ta- you're talking about a political issue. It's through Jesus Christ that the universe was created and life came about. You can't be any more pro-life than Jesus, who's a part of making life. Oh, my goodness. And then he gave up his life so that we could have a better life. I mean, you can't. Life, 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 life. Cereal's got nothing on Jesus. The game of life has nothing on Jesus. Jesus is all about life. Every minister out there that calls themselves a minister and does not acknowledge that Jesus is pro-life is a liar and a false prophet. Every political person who denies that Jesus Christ is pro-life is demonically inspired and a false leader, period. You think, Dave, the Lord will judge you for that. I'm so glad he's going to judge me that I'm proclaiming the word of God. I can't wait to get the reward. I'm so excited. Thank you. And you think, well, you don't understand. You know, this is what I understand. There's a very specific passage about the spilling of innocent blood. And in 21 days, every baby has blood in it. And if you terminate that baby, you have spilled innocent blood. And that's what pollutes the land. Period. There's no if, ands, or buts. You can argue on the, the, the rest of it for the first three weeks anytime you want. Let's just pick it up from that point. Just go from there. And any minister who does not acknowledge that Jesus Christ is pro-life is a false prophet. And any leader that does that is a terrible, false, godless leader. And if you don't like it, there's a knob on the right. And you're welcome to change the channel.
Okay? All right. There you go. All right. We'll uh, take our break and then come back, and then we'll start talking about other stuff. Won't that be fun? You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our first trivia question get ready for a first trivia question now you guys as you know we're getting closer to christmas right first of all we're getting closer to thanksgiving so the great thing about thanksgiving it's the only holiday in the world that you can eat and every calorie is reversed it's so fantastic so you get as much as you want all the calories go the other way that, that, yeah but that's how i look at thanksgiving that's why i'm thankful for it uh anyhow <laughs> Just relax. That's a joke, folks. And then, uh, that, but you know, there's uh, we're getting closer to that. So you're gonna hear a few more trivia questions. I'm gonna lead in that direction. For example, this one: uh, What sign was given to the shepherds at the time of Jesus Christ's birth? What sign was given to the shepherd? You're looking for Luke chapter two, by the way, uh, in the first twelve verses. What sign was given to the shepherds at the time of Christ's birth? If you think you know the answer. If you think, now remember, this is the sign. Now listen to what I'm saying. This is the sign I'm going to help you. That was given to the shepherds, not the wise men, the shepherds. Okay, that's different. If you think you know, uh, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well as you can send an email to David at he must increase.org. So there's a couple of very interesting things. I will be re-preaching it, teaching it, preaching it, re-preaching it, preaching it. Pre- it's been 40 plus years that I've been a Christian. I have taught this 40 Christmases. So I mean, it's not, it's not going to be, it's going to be a lot of, <laughs> you're gonna, it's like, well, I've heard that before and you'll hear it again. And if you're lucky, you'll hear it again. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It was a sign for the angels, let or for the uh, shepherds. Let's see if somebody knows it. They're calling in, bring them on through. Go ahead. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, this is your friend, Samson. Hey, Samson. How are you, my brother? Good. Oh, hey, I'm going to quickly give you the answer if, in case of I drop. Okay, you got it. Right. Okay. You got it. So the sign was that you, you will find a baby in a manger uh, in a swaddling clothes. That is correct, sir! That is correct. This is for the shepherds. For the shepherds. That's exactly right, brother. It was a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. That's right. All right. Tell everybody how you're doing so they can be praying for you. What do we need? uh, I think you are lucky earlier trying to call the fire department because you were so on fire regarding Uh (laughs) pro-life. And praise God they didn't pick their phone, otherwise there could be fire department was going to show up at your studio. That's <laughs> a good line, brother. The thing, is there any good thing comes from the California? <laughs> no. Okay, yes, okay, I'll leave it there. <laughs> From Michigan? <laughs> Sometimes, as long as you're leaving. Oh, okay. No, man, you were on fire. All right, I appreciate wow. that. And people need cool. to be praying for you. They need to pray. You're doing all right in the finances. People need to be praying for you financially. 
sure. Okay. And me... actually, just pray for one of our uh, missionary. Well, actually, he's local from Ukraine, and because, uh, yeah, just pray. It's a very sensitive situation. Okay, you got so, it. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. We know that and, the Lord knows the details. That's yeah, a big part of it too. Yeah, they especially mentioned don't to mention okay. name or situation. Got it. Just pray for that, brother. You got it. You are. You got it, brother. Absolutely, we'll do that. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. God bless, bro. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. So I want the audience to commit sometime between now and Saturday to pray for Samson and then pray. Now, this, you don't have to spend five hours praying. Just bring it before the Lord, right? And also, so I want to say this, and also his missionary friends going through something that doesn't seem great, and that's always hard. Missionary work's very tough. In fact, I pray for the missionaries of the churches that I uh, attend or connect to. I pray for their provision and their protection because it's like, shh. I had a, somebody who I knew who was uh, executed by a tribe in, in, in uh, missions work. Not always the big glorious thing that people think it is. Sometimes it's life-threatening. So please be in prayer for them, okay? And I will say this, and then we'll get out of it real quickly. The sign given to the shepherds at the time of Christ's birth. So it's a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Now here's what I want you to get, and we're going to talk about this at Christmas. And this is super important for you and I to understand. You'd think, well, okay, first of all, you understand that he's in a manger, right? Swaddling clothes means he's not he's not dressed in, in, in the prince's garb, right? But the big thing about it, that one of the most coolest things about it in regards to the announcement for the Messiah to humanity is it's a babe. And we would say a babe is a baby, right? What happens when somebody has a baby that you know? What happens? Everybody's like, ooh, look. And all of a sudden, you look at the baby and you think, maybe this child will help all of humanity. There you go. A baby is like is like a sign of hope and opportunity. It's like, wow. You got to start thinking deep because that's where we're going to go with that, just to let you know. Be praying for my buddy Samson. He loves you guys. He prays for you. Be praying for his missionary friends. Let's get back to the text real quickly. So here it says, uh, this is the testimony that God has given us, eternal life, and this life is in his son. By the way, I didn't spend a lot of time because we did it the week before, that it says God has given us eternal life. No, you didn't earn it. No, you're not worthy of it. No, you can never step up to it. It's pretty simple. God's requirement is perfect. Perfection. If you are less than perfect, you missed. Okay, so, so so that's why it has to be given as a gift. Verse 12, whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. And by the way, let's just say this. We all know. You know as a Christian that Jesus is for you. It's almost like it doesn't matter that the trials are deeper than you want and that they can be frustrating and you don't understand everything that God's doing. There's somewhere in the back of your clock or your head that's going, I don't, I don't know why he's letting this happen. I'm, I'm not thrilled about it. It's not the greatest moment in the world, but something in this is going to turn. That little thing in you, that's a gift from God. Here's the next verse that builds on top of that. Verse 13, I've written these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so you may know that you have eternal life. And you think, are you trying to talk about assurance? Are you talking about the eternal security? Are you talking about the, the security of the saints? No. You guys can have all the fun and the theology fight that you want. Go ahead. Have a good time. Here's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you know that you can't do certain things 
because God has tagged you. The Holy Spirit lives inside you. You've said yes to Jesus. You've surrendered your life. You're working on reflecting him more and more. And you know that beyond everything else that's going on, you are his property. Everybody's freaking out about, you know, you know, slavery is this and slavery is this. I, I don't care what anybody says. Bob Dylan said it exactly right. You're going to serve somebody. It might be the devil. It might be your flesh, which would still be the devil. It might be the world, which would still be your flesh, which would still be the devil. Or it will be the Lord. One way or another, you're going to be serving somebody. And it's like, you know in your heart who you want to honor, who you want to do right by who you want to, to bring glory to, you know that when you do something wrong, it it tears you. It tears you up. You're like, arr, arr, that inner conflict. Arr, and I love that I had, so I had this wonderful, wonderful sales manager at KPRZ. Ron was his name. He was just just a great guy. We would talk theology almost every day for about a year and a half, okay? So Ron passed away about two years ago, two and a half years ago. And uh, and him and I were talking in his office, and he goes, well, Dave, he goes, just sometimes I just get worried that that I'm going to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, and that the, the Lord is going to be like, no, you're not coming. And he, and he goes, I, I get concerned about that. And I said, Ron, the fact that you care that you might do that is the greatest testimony in the world because in you, you just don't want to displease him. I just, I just, you just don't want to do it wrong. You know, people that aren't saved could care less. <laughs> they don't care. But because we anguish, you know, I do something wrong. You know, I kind of, it doesn't ruin my flow of prayer, but it changes the first five minutes. <laughs> Because I'm in there going, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, it's a, and that's, it's kind of it's not really taken away from the praise, but it is me being honest and kind of laying my life out. Whenever you have a struggle because you've done something wrong, it's not right. That's the greatest testimony of all because only a true Christian would do that. You can know you have eternal life just by the process of what you go through on the inside of you proves the Holy Spirit lives there inside you. You're so blessed. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. He's raised a child with this gracious hope. If God decides not to do that, instead of complaining about it, it's about giving glory to God, believing that he knows what is in our best interests even when we don't understand. And yes, I get it. There are tough things. I went through a, a, a myriad of tough things, and I'm surprised. First of all, I'm surprised that I'm still alive. Second of all, I'm surprised that the Lord brought me through any of them. I don't deserve it. I'm not worthy of it. But he did it anyway. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.